You're listening to The Peak Podcast with me, Christina Roman. We're having real, intimate conversations about the interconnectedness of life. Join us as we discuss big topics like intuition, personal mastery, and emotional wellness and why they matter for you. I'm so excited to have you here for another season. This season, we're going really deep on the topic of procrastination and how to quit procrastinating once and for all. I'm speaking specifically to people not only who identify as procrastinators, but also those people who have trouble finishing projects, or maybe you even have trouble starting projects. This is your new home, so welcome. Hey there, and welcome back to the Peak Podcast. Today, we are talking about Monday Hour One, which is a time management system that has pretty much blown my mind. So a little bit of background. I've always considered myself a pretty productive person. I've kept an organized calendar. I always had a running to-do list that I moved through pretty quickly, and I was always quick to take action. That is, until I found out about and implemented Monday Hour One, which is a system that was introduced to me in my life coach certification program through the life coach school. I was, as the kids like to say, shooketh. I swear to you that I am at least 10 times more productive now than I used to be. So it's tempting to think of Monday hour one as just a time management system, but in my opinion, it is so much more than that. It takes into account your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, and your results not just your actions like a lot of other systems do. So put another way, it really gets you to the root cause of your productivity struggles. It doesn't just solve for the symptoms. We have this conversation with all of my clients all the time where they say, if I just find the right tool or tip or strategy or system, everything will fall into place. And I always just make the point that usually none of those tips, tools, or strategies take into account your mindset, which is really at the base of all of the work that we do in coaching. So again, Monday Hour One is not just a shiny new tip or tool or system. It really is, in my opinion, a very different approach to planning your life. So here's what's changed in my life since I've implemented and used Monday Hour One. Instead of being at the whim of my moods, I started planning ahead and sticking to my plans no matter what. Instead of filling up all of my time with low priority items, first, I learned to plan backwards, ensuring that the truly important things in my life got scheduled before anything else. Instead of doing a bunch of random action steps that seemed like a good idea, I learned to first think about what results I wanted to create, then let the action steps fall into place. Instead of letting tasks go on indefinitely, I learned to give myself time constraints for every task and project and actually stick to them. Instead of thinking, I'll just shove this one extra thing in, I learned to respect my own time and hold myself to not trying to go over 100% capacity in my schedule. Instead of letting low levels of daily chaos about how much I got done affect me, I learned to trust that I got done exactly the right amount. And then instead of worrying that things might not get done, I learned to rest assured that if it was on my calendar, I could trust that it would get done. So quick recap of the before and after, in case I haven't sold you yet, which come on, seriously, this is pretty awesome. You're a tough cookie though. You're a tough sell. So before, only getting work done when I felt like it. After, planning ahead and sticking to my plan no matter what. Before, 
doing the trivial tasks first and never having space left for big, important things. After, intentionally making space for big, important, high-impact work. Before, leading with action steps that may or may not work. After, determining desired results first, then brainstorming action steps. Before, spending, quote, as long as I needed on every task. After, giving myself time constraints that keep me focused and on task. Before, trying to fill my schedule over 100% capacity. After, filling my schedule to 100% and letting everything else go. Before, worrying that I didn't do enough every day. After, trusting that I did exactly the right amount of work, rest, and play every day. Before, hoping that I didn't forget to do important things. And after, knowing that if it's on my calendar, it's as good as done. Now, for the record, I am not perfect at this by any means, but it for sure has improved dramatically since I implemented this system. So here are some potential things that you can create if you implement the Monday Hour One system. All of that high impact, important work that you know is gonna move things forward, but it never seems to get done, that will get done. Actually making massive progress towards the results that you truly want in your life, done. All of the constant firefighting and chaos, gone. Space for your self-care routine of choice, so morning pages, meditation, a nap or a walk, done. The feeling of not being fully on, but also not being fully off, like as one of my clients said, a light switch turned to dim, not providing much light, but still draining energy, that half on, half off feeling, gone. So at this point, if you're fully bought in, your next question is probably, okay, how the heck do I actually do this? So here's what you do. Here's the how. Every single Monday morning or Sunday night, pull out a sheet of paper or a Google Doc. I use a Google Doc. Set a timer for one hour. Start by writing down everything that you need to do that week. And I mean everything, including showers and eating, all of it. Review your list. Is there anything currently on your list that you want to dump, delegate, or delay? One thing that I suggest adding to your schedule at this point is a time at the end of every day or the end of your week to review what worked well and what you would do differently the following week. From there, for everything on your list that you're choosing to keep, allocate a set amount of time. So I want you to be the Goldilocks of time. Not so long that you can get distracted and half-ass it, but not so short that you're gonna feel undue pressure. Then pull out your calendar and schedule your time blocks using this question to figure out your priorities. If I could do only one thing this week, what from this list would I do? Schedule that in and then ask, if I could only do two things this week, what from this list would I do? Repeat until everything on your list is scheduled. Now, people at this point are tempted to just write work block on their calendar, but I actually want to strongly recommend that you write exactly what task you're going to do within that work block. And here's why. Your brain, in the heat of the moment, will be reactive, and it will choose pleasure over pain. So it will default, usually, to the easy activities, and that's how the uncomfortable, hard 
activities or tasks get pushed till the end of the week, or they just get pushed to the bottom of your to-do list. So make sure to intentionally schedule hard things. And speaking of hard things, the thing that's going to help you the most actually sit down and do all of those tough, uncomfortable things is my guide for how to get into a deep work state in 15 minutes. So if you head to peakcoaching.co slash MHO, you can see the written version of this entire episode, but you can also grab the guide for how to get into a deep work state in 15 minutes. You're for sure going to need it, so go grab it now. So again, quick recap of all of those steps, which you can find in writing at peakcoaching.co slash MHO, and that's P-I-Q-U-E. So every Monday morning, pull out that sheet of paper or the Google Doc, set the timer for one hour, write down everything, and by everything, I mean everything (laughs) that you need to do for the week, review your list, dump, delegate, or delay anything that can go, schedule time at the end of the day or the week, in order to review what worked well and what you'll do differently. Allocate a set amount of time. Again, be the Goldilocks, not too little, not too much. Pull out your calendar and actually schedule your time blocks, getting super specific. So not just a work block, but I'm going to sit down and at the end of this work block, I am going to do three emails to my list. That's a perfect example. Now, for some of you, you might be like, I'm already overwhelmed. I don't want to do this totally natural. For other people, you're going to feel like this actually seems fairly easy. So for both groups of people, I want to give you the heads up that this is actually where it gets kind of tough, right? This is where you actually have to show up and do the work, which is the thing that most of us avoid doing. So prepare for the following. Prepare to feel completely overwhelmed halfway through your one-hour block for Monday hour one. That is part of the process. So I swear to you, every single time I do Monday hour one, about halfway through, about 30 minutes in, I freak out and I'm like, there's no way I can possibly fit all of these things in. But every single time, I do. And that includes all of my self-care, all of my morning pages, walks, talks with friends, all of it. So every single time it ends up working out. So just trust the process and don't let yourself get caught up in the whole big drama like I tend to do. Know that you're absolutely going to make mistakes, and I put mistakes in quotes here, at the beginning. You're going to schedule too much or too little time for a task. You're going to forget that your boss always turns the hour-long meeting into an hour and a half, and you're going to forget to schedule breaks. That, too, is the process. That's why you're going to take time every single week to learn and tweak. Then anticipate that you almost certainly won't want to follow your shiny new plan. You'll want to rebel, and you'll think this is just too constraining. You'll consider ditching it. Remember, that is also part of the process, and you can get back on track in any moment. Now, this might be the most important thing that I've said this entire episode. You can get back on track in any moment, and it is totally natural that your brain will want to rebel against this plan. Lastly, when an inevitable interruption happens, no need to panic. You have the choice in that moment and in every moment to accept, decline, or counteroffer. Make sure to use those three options regularly. So many of us feel like we can't say no, but we really do have a choice in that moment to accept, decline, or counteroffer. 
Now, I thought it would be helpful to give you a little bit of insight into my process and some of my personal preferences. So if you want to see me actually go through this process, literally make my list and then put it onto my calendar, you can go to that same post, peakcoaching.co slash MHO, and watch a video screencast of me doing the process. So here are a few things that I've learned over time are important, effective, and fun for me. Take what works and leave the rest. I love to front load my mornings, much to the dismay of my friend who's living with me during quarantine. And I also like to front load my weeks, which means that I'd rather work my ass off first thing in the morning and work less as the week goes on and as the day goes on. So what this ends up looking like is Monday and Tuesday are usually pretty filled to the brim. Wednesdays are usually pretty full with more work in the morning. And then Thursdays and Fridays are less full with the afternoons more and more free. The quick caveat here is obviously I'm my own boss, so I have that flexibility. You might not have as much flexibility in your job, but I would really question yourself on that. Here are my non-negotiables. Sleep, and a hell of a lot of it, at least three evening weeknights free from work, and at least one completely free from having anything scheduled. I do morning pages every single morning, so three pages of writing before I look at my phone or do anything else, with very few exceptions. And then my meditations are becoming more and more non-negotiable for me. I also don't do back-to-back calls. This is just a rule that I made up for myself in my business because the idea of doing back-to-back calls always gives me flashbacks of running through an office while everyone was trying to get to their last-minute calls and everyone was always running late. So I always add in a buffer in between calls so I have time to go to the bathroom, refill my coffee, get some water and relax a little bit, take some deep breaths. One last note here. If you're not sure what your priorities are in your life and you sit down to do the Monday Hour One process and you don't even know what results you want to create, I highly recommend heading to peakcoaching.co slash worksheets. You can grab the top five priorities worksheet right there and go through that worksheet and that'll give you some sense of what you want to create in your life and where it falls in terms of your other priorities. So once you do that, once you zoom out and get that high level view, that bird's eye view of your life, Monday hour one and the planning for each and every week becomes much more clear, much more simple to execute. So again, super quick recap. You're planning your entire week on Monday. And then you're showing up for yourself. You're having that sense of integrity and commitment to yourself by ensuring that you're going to show up for your work blocks. And then that bit of chaos tends to dissipate because you know that it's on your calendar. And if you follow it exactly, you're going to create the results that you want in your life. It's pretty darn cool. Not always as easy as I just made it sound because you have to come face to face with all of your discomfort, with your insecurity, with your overwhelm, with all of it. But I swear by the system, and if you need any help implementing it, I would love to work with you. Just head to peakcoaching.co, again, slash MHO, and at the bottom of that page, you can find a link to reach out to me. I'd love to work with you. This is definitely a signature part of Peak Coaching. Thanks to the Life Coach School who came up with this whole methodology and now I can teach it to my clients. So that's awesome. Love watching them implement it. Thank you so much and I will catch you on the next episode. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Peak Podcast. 
If you loved this episode, I'd love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review. The next best step after that is to head to peakcoaching.co slash deep work state, which is where you can grab the guide for how to get into a deep work state in 15 minutes. And that is your entry point to all things peak coaching. I am so excited to see you inside. Have a great one.